by the blood of Jesus. I prevail, we prevail, we prevail, we prevail, we prevail, we prevail, I prevail. Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, blessed and free family. Welcome to another podcast from Blessed and Free. We'll start off with the other word of prayer and then we take it into the word of God. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for waking us up this morning. We thank you for opening our eyes that we can see a brand new day. We thank you for filling us with your goodness and with your mercy. And as you said in your word, man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. So Father God, this morning, as we feed upon the manner of heaven, help us to, to learn and to move into the direction that you want us to go. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And I'm going to be reading Psalms 90, and it's from the Amplified Bible. And it says, God, God's eternity and man's transformationness. Lord, you have been... Our dwelling place, our refuge, our sanctuary, our stability in all generations. Before the mountains were born or before you had given birth to the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, you are the eternal God. You turn men back to dust and say, return to the earth, O children of mortal men. For a thousand years in your in your sight are like yesterday when it is past or as a watch in the night. You have, you have swept them away like a flood. They fall asleep, forgotten as soon as they are gone. In the morning they are like grass, which grows anew. In the, in the morning it flourishes and springs up. In the evening it wilts and withers away. If for we have been consumed by your anger and by your wrath we have been terrified. You have placed our wickedness before you. Our secret sins which we tried to conceal, you have placed in the revealing light of your presence. For all our days pass away in your wrath. We have finished our years like a, whis like a whispered sigh. The days of our life are seventy years, or even if because of strength eighty years. Yet, that's, yet their pride in additional years is only labor and sorrow. For it is soon gone and we fly away. Who understands the power of your anger? Who connects th this barity of life amongst us with your judgment of sin and your wrath? Who connects it with the reverent fear that is due to you? So teach us to number our days that we may cultivate and bring to, and bring to you a heart of wisdom. Turn, O oh Lord, from your fierce anger. How long will you be? Be compassionate towards your servant re revoke your silence or satisfy us with your loving kindness in the morning now before we grow older that we may rejoice and be glad in our days in all our days make us make us glad in proportion to the days you have afflicted us and the years we have suffered evil let your works the signs the signs of your power be revealed to your servants and your grocery glorious majesty to their children and let the gr let the gracious favor of the lord our god be on us 
confirm for us the work of our hands. Yes, confirm the work of our hands. These are the words of the Lord. And what I wanted to, to, to speak about this morning is the road of compromise. The road of compromise. I have been down the road of compromise to try to get in relationships. But I have quickly got off that road because I found that what I lose in compromising is not worth what I gain in trusting God and keeping him at the center of, of my life. Psalms 90 says to us to number our days because it says 70 years and if by, by addition 80, we still have to see our Savior one day. And if we lose out on that great relationship with our Heavenly Father, who has been the center of at all, the road of compromise, well-traveled, will, will not be worth it. We can try and justify any, any way we, we want to live. But if we travel a road different from, the, from what the Bible says, we will lose. And don't think because grandma or granddad or mother or father had a great relationship with God or you grew up in a Christian home that that will save you. In this judgment, every man will have to speak for themselves. We hear people say, I grew up in Christian home that, and that won't save you. you <laughs> I was listening to a sermon that was that was spoken by um i think it was bishop rc uh, bishop bishop jc roll in the 1900s and they were saying that the demons know the demons know of god as well and mo furthermore they know him more than us they know him close up and personal but that doesn't stop them from continuing in their evil ways and they know they will be judged on judgment day your life is what you make it it's your choice regardless of regardless of what or you may say other people behave or don't behave i remember a few years ago a government minister mp said you can tell where you can tell sometimes where people's loyalties are by even the teams that they support. And he was speaking about the English football, the English cricket team and the West Indian and the West Indian cricket team. Because he found out that no, no matter how long, how long people from the Caribbean had been, um, have been in England, the UK, when the time comes for them to for them to England and West Indies to play together, loyalties were split. And I have found out this year that I no longer support like that. Because I have I have known that I am a Christian and I need to stop supporting the things of the world. And God has taken it. God has taken us from the life where we used to live. So I don't have to 
I don't have to support the West Indies team or any team to say who I am. Because I know who I am in Christ. And the problem, the problem is the reason why Christians compromise is because they don't truly know who they are. We are now in God's kingdom if we have chosen to, to, to give our life to him. And it's not only giving your life to him just in words, but in deeds. Because I was, I was listening to these sermons and from the 1900s, a long, a long time ago. And he, he, was, he was talking about counterfeit Christianity. And in a form, but they're Christians that are in a form of godliness, but their art is far from him. That means that they will come to church on a Saturday, on a Sunday. They will carry their Bibles well. And they will have on the label of a Christian. And in the rest of the week, the Bible doesn't get open. Their lifestyle hasn't changed. They, they just do what they would do if they're in the world. That's a form of Christianity. It doesn't show the full power of Christ. Because that's why the church is so weak. You know, if you really want to know what Christ is about. And what this profession that we take up is about. We have to listen to some of the old preachers. I was listening to another preacher yesterday. And he was breaking it down about even faith. And he was saying. If, if, you, if you look at all the other people. That say they have their faith. Whether Muslims, Jews, whoever they may be. He said. There, there is a evidence of them believing in something. He said that if, even if there's Jewish people in the Senate, in also the Parliament, wherever it is, and they have a time, and they and they they're gonna know that they have their Sabbath, and they have a time that they, it has to stop. Whatever they do, it has to stop. They try to raise certain things through because they know that the Jewish people that are there, they're not going to work over that time because they say that is their time of worship to their God and what they believe. You have the, you have the Muslims, they have their shops. And if they say that there's prayer time and you go there, they're sh they shut their shop for their prayer and then they open back again. If they work somewhere, you find that they, they even the hospital used to they have chap they have a chapel and a place that people can go to because if it's their prayer time, they're going to have their prayer time. But you're saying, and I agree with him, it's only the Christian that everything they're in. If it's Christmas, they're in it. If it's Easter, they're in it. it they, they, they don't have anything to say that there's certain things that we don't believe that. Is from the Bible and we're not supporting it. If it's their tree, if it's their this, everything they want to be in. They don't have a commitment to know that anybody can say, ah, oh, this is a Christian brother. And even no matter how we want him to work on this day, this is the day that they say that they fellowship and they're not doing. No, we are so watered down that nobody calls us to the table anymore because they know that we're not stable.
we're not stable. We, we're, all we're all over the place. But I want us to know that it is His holiness that is our protection. Because when we try to break the walls down, it's him that keeps away the, that keeps away the darkness. I heard last week, the last week or the week before, about the Methodist Church. I I there's a little Methodist church when I used to go, I usually go, I usually fellowship there. But I heard about the Methodist Church, and even though I'm not a member of a Methodist Church, it, I felt it. I felt it for those who are and are prepared to and want to live a Christian life. Because the method it voted in, not by a mistake, not by a mistake, is like 200 and something against 48 to, 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 to agree with the, the same-sex marriages and civil relationships and everything what the world said that they, they're doing and the, what the world wanted to force on people. They, they voted for it. And this is what some of them are supposed to have said. They did it because for their children, because they wanted the children to know that Jesus loved them and they could be acceptable. They, the reason why they did it is because they want to be able to go to their, their children marriages when they're not marriages that God says, but they don't want to have to travel. They want to be able to ask their ministers to do it and compromise the word of God. Because that's what that's what some of them some there's some Methodists that are leaving that are leaving the church, and they're saying that and they, they, they those in the authority are saying that they're not gonna force anybody to perform th these services. They're gonna take into no, take into consideration how people feel. But what about how Jesus feels? It's his church. What about how God feels? Is that taken into consideration? How can you say you want to change? You want to change the church, what God has called his church to be, just because you want your children to be able to sin and do what they like, and then they, you, they can come and fellowship along with you. We are not supposed to want God to change because it's his holiness. That's our protection. We need to change because it comes to make us better. And now it's said that, Oh, because the method, you know, <laughs> the, what was it that, that Jude said? In the days, in the days, in the, in the last days, there's going to be scoffers. Having sign of godliness with, with none at all, not spiritual, unsaved. Me, merely people that, that go to church are, are practicing counterfeit Christianity. Because this is what, and causing divisions. And that is what the Methodist Church has done, causing divisions. Because as soon as they voted, it said that the Church of England don't agree with this. So are they going to be have to be forced to do? What about the churches all over the? What about the other churches all over the? Are they going to be under pressure because they say, ah, oh, if if the Methodists can do it, there's no reason why there's no reason why that you can't change your rules as well too. I'm telling you something. Chris, counterfeit Christianity has taken over the church of God. But woe betide the people, the people who think they can take over God's church because Jesus said the gates of hell will not prevail against his, will not prevail against his church. So watch and see what God is going to be doing. He's not going to stand still. He's not going to stand still. When Elijah run away and say, God, they finished. Uh, uh, it's only a kill of all. This is only me left. God said to him, I have got some who still haven't bowed to bail. 
And in this time, there is some that have bowed to bail and they make up their mind for Christ. I live for Christ. I die. And they don't care. And they want to bring light into this darkness. I, I can't believe it. John, Wes, John Wesley formed, formed his organization because that's why you can't follow organization. You have to follow Christ. And look at the situation now. The Methodist church, there's some churches that people feel are so solid. Are so solid. And then there's other things that you read about. And you see the other thing, I think, supposed to do with um, people giving prayers to people or helping people to get over same-sex attractions and all that. And then they want that. To, they, they are the ones that are supporting the church to come to that. They want to bring down God's church because to suit themselves and their families and who concern them. And they don't consider one thing about the word of God. But beware. Beware the blood of Jesus will speak in every arena that it has to speak. And this is the time. For Christian to stop compromising. What is compromising? The accepting of standards that are lower than desirable. God has the blueprint for his church. And he said what it should be. And if man tries to change it in any shape or form. There's going to be a payment day. That's why it said judgment starts in the house of God. And sometimes there are people who will wonder. Oh, why this happening? Why that happening? Judgment starts in the house of God because if you're going to take out all the rules and regulation in, in God's church, all the what, the doctrine of God, what is going to left a social club? I heard, I remember when I was going to church one Sunday, I, I heard I heard somebody on the bus they, they, talk, talking about the church. <laughs> talking about the church. He said, the church is just a social club anyway. They don't care for anybody. They only care for themselves. They've been saying that years ago. And it's coming into fruition now. Because if you're going to take the rules of God out and say anything can happen. It's just a club that everybody join and go to. But I refuse. I refuse to be in a social club. I belong to the body of Christ. I belong to the church of the living God. Who died for me that I should have life and have it more abundantly. Father God in the name of Jesus we thank you for your goodness and your mercy. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your love. We thank you that there's nothing impossible for you. Father God, we put our Methodist brothers and sisters before you, Father God. Because we know that they're, they're all over the world. And we know that they don't agree with these things that some have voted in. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you correct everything that needs to be corrected. I pray that you protect those and cover those who need to be covered by the blood of Jesus. I pray that you watch over, guide and protect. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. There's also a prayer of salvation. If you don't know the Lord but want to get to know him that for yourself. That you say, Father God, I believe that Jesus came and died for our sins. That we should have life and have it more abundantly. Forgive my sins and help me to start afresh from today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And get into a Bible-believing church. It's not about a farm of godliness but for, for the power of god to work it has to be a relationship if you cannot afford to buy a bible the the lord said that we have to be a ministry that gives to new converts who cannot afford so i'm putting my email address at the front and you get in contact and we'll get a bible to you as soon as we can and get to enjoy a relationship not 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 a, not um a farm
not a form, but a relationship with God. Because he's life-changing if you take on that mantle that he has put in your hand to run with. Have a blessed day, everyone. Jesus loves you.